Jeremiah chapter 18 and beginning at verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the powder's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel that seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. At what instant shall I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it? If that nation against whom I have pronounced, turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. And at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it. If it do evil in my sight that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good wherewith I said I would benefit them. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk just a little bit tonight about in the potter's hand. In the potter's hand. You can be seated tonight. I'm sure this account is familiar to the majority of us here tonight. Here you have God calling Jeremiah and he told Jeremiah to go down to the potter's house and there I will cause you to hear my words. Jeremiah got down to the potter's house and he saw at the potter's house he saw a work taking place as he saw that the potter had wrought a work on the wheels. There was a vessel that the potter was working with as the potter was trying to shape and to mold, but the Bible tells us that the vessel that the potter was working with, that the vessel became marred. Another word uh, to use would be spoiled. Or, in other words, there was no use for the vessel, for what the potter was trying to do. The Bible says that as that took place, that the potter continued to work, and the potter made the clay into something else other than what he originally wanted to shape and mold it into. Tonight, it's important that we understand that God is trying to work in our lives. That God is trying to shape, that God is trying to mold us 
even in this church service tonight, God is trying to shape you. God is trying to mold me. God is trying to work on my heart. God is trying to get rid of some things, smooth out some rough edges, take away some stuff that is causing or that will cause a child of God to be unproductive. You'll find out as you read further along in this chapter, you'll find out that it wasn't just some God sending Jeremiah down to the potter's house just for him to see some work. But you find out that he was talking about the children of Israel. Children of Israel had begun to uh, stray away from God's word. They had begun to uh, backslide. They had begun to um, seek after uh, the things that the other nations that were around them, they began to get involved in that. And God asked the question. He said, cannot I do with you what the potter has done with this vessel? Tonight, I want to be shapeable. I want God to be able to mold me. I want God to be able to shape me into what he wants me to be what he originally wants me to be. Because the sad thing about it is if you become unshapeable, if I become unmoldable, then God will begin to shape you into something else. God will begin to mold you into something else and to fulfill another purpose. I don't want to fulfill any purpose other than the one that God originally wanted me to fulfill, and that's to be a child of God, that's to be a vessel of honor, that's to be a vessel to be used and to be shaped and to be molded into what he wants me to be. I pray to God tonight that we've come in here in the house of the Lord and we've come with the mindset that I want God to use me. I want God to continue to shape and to mold me and begin to work on my heart. Listen, there are some things that are in my heart. There are some things that are in some people's heart that God wants to get rid of. And guess what? I don't want to fight against God tonight. But I want to let God know that you can have your way tonight. I throw up my hands. I surrender all control. I want you to shape and mold me into what you want me to be. You can be seated tonight. It is so easy as you live for God for a certain amount of time. Maybe you grew up in the church or maybe you've had a large amount of years in the church. If you're not careful, it's so easy to become comfortable. It's easy to become relaxed. It's easy to um, stop allowing God to break you and shape and mold you into what you want into what he wants you to be each and every day God wants to mold us God wants to shape us God wants to begin to uh, smooth out some rough edges God wants to begin to um, uh, smooth some things out uh, there are some bad attitudes that God wants to smooth out um, there are some um, un 
ungodly uh, ideas that God wants to begin to shape out. There are some rebellious habits that God wants to smooth out. And I want to be the one that want to tell God, you know what, Lord, whatever it is that is inside of me, I want you to go ahead and just take it all out. I give you free will to continue to work in my life. Come on, I don't care how long I've been in the church. I don't care how long I've been around church people. I still need to be worked on. I still need to allow God to have his perfect way in my heart. You can be seated tonight. Let's turn to the book of, if you have a Bible, turn with me to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 25. Verse 4 says, Take away the dross from the silver, and there shall come forth a vessel for the fire. It blows my mind that dross is something that is it's waste. Um, there's no use for it. You can't use it. It's, it's something that has no use at all. I believe tonight that God is trying to burn out some things out of some people tonight. I believe he's trying to get rid of some stuff that is waste, that is useful, that has no use uh, and no that he can't do anything with. I believe God is trying to burn out some bad habits. He's trying to burn out uh, rebellion. He's trying to burn out disobedience. He's trying to burn out bad attitudes. And you'll find out that if you allow God to burn those things out, that you will be the better, that I will be the better, that I will be a vessel that is more finer, that can be used for the master's will. Come on. I don't want that garbage in my heart because if it's there, God can't use me. But I want God to take away things that is not good. Take away things that is causing me to stumble that is causing me to fall short. Come on, I believe that God is trying to burn some worldliness out of some young people tonight. I believe that God is trying to cut off some relationship that some people have built with ungodly family members, with ungodly co-workers. And Come on, God can't use you if you're doing everything that everybody else is doing. God can't use you if you're dwelling and if you're communicating and if you're getting involved with everybody else and what they're doing. I want to be a vessel that God can use tonight. You can be seated. I want to be that vessel that God can use tonight. God filled us with his spirit. He poured us out this world. Filled us with his spirit. God has a plan. He had a plan for each and every one of us. His plan is that we would be used, and that we would be examples, and that we would be light shining in a lost and dying world. And letting people know that there is a God. And this 
is how God intends for one to live. That was his plan for Israel. That was the plan. They was going to be an example for everybody else to see just how a life is supposed to be lived. And when a person follows God's word, the blessings that will come into a person's life. But you'll find out that Israel, they begin to, they fell into a trap. They fell into doing what everybody else was doing. They was attracted to what everybody else was doing. Their eyes was fixed on what the other nations was doing. And now you have God sending a man of God down to the potter's house and telling him, look at the work that is on the potter's wheel. How God is trying to shape and mold, but he can't do anything because the vessel is marred in his hand. So the the, the original uh, purpose for that vessel can't be fulfilled. So now God is going to shape that vessel into something else. Tonight, I don't want to be a vessel fitted for destruction because God, because I want to allow God to take some things out of my heart because I won't allow God to begin to uh, work on me and begin to use me and, and, and lead and guide me the way that he wants to. When God called Saul, God had called him for a purpose. That purpose was he was going to be the king of Israel, that he was going to be used, that he was going to allow God to lead him and guide him. And you'll find out that after Saul got big and he got so full of himself that he could no longer be worked with. God could no longer shape and mold him as he began to make decisions that was not in line with God's word. God tried to work. God tried to work with him time and time again, and he became, um, he wasn't placable any longer. He was, he came to the point, he became to the point where he couldn't be worked on any longer. I do not want to come to the point where God cannot work on me any longer, where the preached word of God has no effect on me any longer, where I can sit in a church service and yawn my way through a service and it doesn't have any effect on me, where I can sit in a church service and my hands be folded and it doesn't have any effect on me, where the Holy Ghost is falling and I'm sitting around looking at everything else other than having my hands lifted up, other than having my mouth open and magnifying and glorifying the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When you get to that point, you've got to a point where God can no longer work on you, where God can no longer use you. Oh, come on, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. I feel this thing tonight. Come on, I want to be used for the glory of God. I want to be a vessel that God can shape and that God can mold. You can be seated tonight. God is trying to shape and mold us each and every day. When you wake up in the morning, God wants to shape you. God wants to work on you again. God wants to mold you again. When I get up and I leave my home, 
Stop praying. Stop spending time with God. What I'm saying is, and what it's boiled down to is that I'm no longer allowing God to work on me. I'm no longer allowing God to shape me. Listen, we need God to work in our lives each and every day. I don't, I've, I've been in the church for some time, and I've come to an understanding that it doesn't matter how long I've been in the church. I need God to work on me, okay? I haven't come to a point where I've made it. I haven't made it until I'm in heaven tonight. So that means as long as I'm in this body, I need God to work on me. I need God to shape me. I need God to clear out my mind. I need God to give me that Holy Ghost perspective once again. I need God to enlighten me lest I sleep the sleep of death. You can be seated tonight. Because what's going to happen is I'm going to begin to take it easy. I'm going to begin to fall in some situations that is not of God. There are some people that God tries to work on them. God tries to work on them so that they can become what he wants them to be. And there are people that complain about certain things. And they they don't like how God does things and how God operates. They are not willing to allow God to shape and mold them. I need to come to an understanding that he's the potter and I'm the clay. Okay? And the clay cannot ask the potter what you're doing. What is it that you're trying to do? I need to go ahead and submit to his authority. I need to go ahead and submit to his plan. I need to go ahead and let him know not my will, but thy will be done. Whatever it is that you want to do in my life, go ahead and do it. I give you. Come on, I'm not just saying it tonight. I mean it tonight. I want God to have his way in my heart. I don't want to sit on a church pew and go through the motions. I want to allow God to have his way in my life each and every service, each and every day of my life. I want God to shape and mold me and smooth out some things in my life. Because without him working in my life, I'm going to become carnal once again. Without him working in my life, I'm going to begin become lustful once again. Without him working in my life, I'm going to become worldly once again. I need the hand of God moving, working, shaping, molding me into what he wants me to be. I can't go back to what I used to be. I can't go back to thinking how I used to think. I can't go back hanging around the crowd I used to hang with. I got to allow God to continue to work in my life. You can be seated tonight. You'll find out that they refuse to Yield to God's plan. Yield to what God wanted to do in their life. And everything that all the promises and all the wonderful things, the land flowing with milk and honey, 
that God originally had. God had to change his mind. God had to give them over to judgment because their hearts had gotten hard. Now, God has to have removed his hedge from over them. Now the enemies have gotten them and taken them into captivity as we read in the word of God. I want you to know that that was not God's original plan for them. That was not his original purpose, his plan for them. But because they refused to allow God to shape and mold them to continue to work in their lives, God allowed their enemy to come and take them captive. Tonight, I don't, I don't want to have to go through hardship. I don't want to have to go through difficulty before I humble myself and allow God to have his way in my life. Every service you come in and the preach word goes forth, that is God's attempt of trying to shape and mold you into what he wants us to be. Do we believe that tonight? I hope we haven't fell into a trap of thinking, oh, those are just mere words that are being spoken by a man. But I hope you can recognize the word of God when you hear the word of God. I pray to God that we can recognize the words of eternal life when they go forth. They're not just mere words, but if I apply to my life, that it will save me. It will deliver me. It will break strongholds off of my life. It will save my family. It will hold my marriage together. It will hold my moral structure together if I apply to my my life. You can be seated. Because you can you can hear a thing. You can hear a person for so long. And you can become used to it. That's what they did. God told one prophet, he said that they're, they're not listening to you, that your words are like uh, a well-played instrument. They don't, they, they just like hearing you talk, but they're not hearing one word you're saying. They're not applying one word you're saying. I don't want to be that way tonight. I don't want to get used to hearing about Jesus' name, baptism. I won't, won't want to get used to hearing about uh, being filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't want to get used to hearing about being separate and holy unto God. To the point where it doesn't have any effect on me. And all I'm doing is just hearing it. It's like a well-played instrument in my ears. All I do, I'm enjoying hearing it, but I'm never going to apply it. I'm never going to do anything with what I'm hearing. I don't want to be that way tonight. But every word that comes across this pulpit, I want to grab a hold of it. I want to apply it to my life. And I want to let God know that I am still in line and I want you to continue to work in my life. <coughs> you can be seated tonight. I want God to use me tonight. But I can't be used unless I allow God to remove some things out of me. Unless I allow God to remove some things that are not good out of my life. I can't be used 
There are people that are trying to do God's work. They're trying to live for God. They're trying to tell everybody else, other people about God. But there are things that are in their heart that they haven't taken care of themselves. There are things that they haven't allowed God to remove. They haven't allowed God to uh, completely deliver them from. And I want to have an understanding that I can't do a work of God unless I allow God to continue to work. It's not enough just to come to church. It's not enough just to show up on Sunday morning and Sunday night and, and Wednesday night. Listen, it's not just enough to uh, be involved, to be actively involved in ministries and other things that are taking place around the church. But at some point, you're going to have to get a hold of a, with God. You're going to have to have a relationship with God for yourself. You're going to have to have a prayer life. You're going to have to have a study life. You're going to have to crucify your flesh and push back a plate and allow God to begin to shape and mold you and continue to work on you. It's not enough just to show up and sit on a church pew. It's not just enough to be hand-fed the word of God, but I got to sit down. And I got to read it for myself. I got to know what God's word says. I got to know where to find it. I got to know how. I got to know how to apply it to my life. Turn to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2. Second Timothy chapter 2, beginning at verse 20. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, and the these that it's talking about is the wood and of the earth. That's the these that it's talking about. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepare unto every good work. I want to be a vessel that is fit for the master's use tonight. But unless, but in order for that to happen, I'm going to have to allow God to purge me of some things. I'm going to have to allow God to purge some things out of me. That wood, that wood and the things that are of the earth, it's talking about the world, the world and the things of this world. Those things. I can't be involved with those things if I'm going to be fit for the master's use. Come on, I can't hang around unsaved family members and go to, to uh, bar cookouts and all of these other things and hang around them and shoot the breeze with them like everything is okay if I'm going to be fit for the master's use. I can't hang around ungodly co-workers if I'm going to be fit for the master's use. Come on, I want to be fit for the master's use tonight. I want to be a vessel that God can use, but in order for him to use me, I'm going to have to purge myself of these things and allow God to continue to shape and mold and work in my life. 
Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Go ahead and call out to him. Go ahead and and give him the glory. Go ahead and ask him to help him. Help you. Come on, I believe that church services are drugged down because people have stopped allowing God to work in their lives and work on their hearts. I believe church service becomes cold and becomes lukewarm when people stop allowing God to work on their heart and work and shape and mold them. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody, cry out to him. Come on, somebody, go ahead and lift up your hands. Go ahead and open up your mouth. Come on. I can't waste all my time in this life and in on, on the things of this world and expect God to be able to use me and expect to be a light, an example that God called me to be. Come on. I don't want to be a vessel that is marred in his hands that he can't shape and mold into what he originally wants me to be. So he's left with no other choice but to shape and mold me into something else. Come on, I I want to be a child of God tonight. I don't say that lightly. I want to be a Christian tonight. I want to be a child of God tonight. I want to be in line with God's word. I want to be in line with God's plan. I want to be submissive. I want to be humble. I want to be broken that God can continue to work in me. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on. Come on, we're going to be one of the other. I don't want to be a vessel of fitted for destruction. Something that God used for an example for other people to see that this is not the way that you go about things. This is not the road. This is not the path that you travel. I don't want to be that tonight. I don't want to be like Pharaoh that he hardened his heart, and that he was a vessel fitted for destruction, that when anybody reads about Pharaoh, they see that this is not what you want to be. This is not the road that you want to travel. I don't want to be that example. But I want to be a vessel of honor tonight. I want to be a vessel that God can mold tonight, that God can shape tonight, that God can work on tonight. Come on, God wants to work on you right now in this service. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice and call upon the name of the Lord. Don't let this service pass you by without being renewed, without being refilled. Come on, he got good plans for us tonight, but it's up to us. It's all up to us whether we allow God to have his way. Come on, somebody, I encourage you. I encourage you tonight. This is a a good place tonight to get your heart right with God. It's not too late to go ahead and repent and let God know that I've been traveling down the wrong path. I've been sinning wrongly, Lord, but straighten my vision up. Help me to see it the right way. Renew me once again. Refill me once again that I can be used for your glory.
for your name's sake. Come on, somebody. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. Come on, harden not your heart. Harden not your heart against the things of God, against the word of God, against your leadership, but allow God to continue to work in your life. This altar is open tonight. Pray to God that somebody comes down with the mindset that, God, I want you to use.